I wish I could put my fist through this whole lousy, beautiful town. Hello and welcome to Lousy Beautiful Town. This is episode 49. It is actually episode 49. Don't argue with me, Abby. Um, this is the podcast where Abby is very gay for Bo-Katan. <laughs> welcome. Hello, I'm Jess and I'm joined by Abby. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I, I am Abby, gay for Bo-Katan. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Oh, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, we are very behind on recording episodes on The Mandalorian. So this is mm-hmm. more like the first or the second two episodes. Yeah. What is it? Epi- cha- what is it? Chapter 11 and 12. So, yes. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So our our we had a plan that we would get. Um, we would talk probably like three, four, and five. Um but because of scheduling things and then also like being stressed as fuck and you know stuff yeah. like that um we're going to end up talking 3 and 4 and then we'll have episode we'll talk about episode 5 uh when we get our dear lovely favorite basically co-host yeah. Jacqueline <laughs> <laughs> uh to talk about all the Ahsoka nonsense yeah. um so but i know the plan is we'll do a like a big like season two wrap-up episode of mando and we'll definitely have ash on for that yeah for sure we'll do the same thing we did last time yeah that was so fun i'm so excited because i'm gonna i re-listened to the first one we did um not too terribly long ago and like we were all fucking thirsting for Cara Dune no. and like it's so fucking in love with her and like I want to go back and re-listen again and like write down all of the things that we need to take back <laughs> that might be a long list yeah <laughs> but we'll oh, go through and be like so this was our season one opinion <laughs> <laughs> what has changed <laughs> oh good oh, times no. had by all I know. So there's actually a lot of news that we should probably talk about again. Yeah. There there's... was <laughs> there was a um shareholder Disney shareholder call. That was last week. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Right? That was last yeah. week. We're yeah. recording this on Thursday. Um not that that matters because it'll probably not come out till like fucking Monday. No, I'll, I will do my best, I swear. <laughs> to get it out tomorrow. <laughs> it might come out next week it might come out the week after that we just don't know i don't know i don't know um but yeah and it was like okay cool we're getting all the star wars news and then all of a sudden it was just like so overwhelming announcement after announcement and then the marvel stuff came out it was just like oh wow this is a lot of information it's Uh too much (laughs) literally Uh too like Ted new Star Wars series. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to die. I went through and just bookmarked a bunch of tweets that were happening at the time because I was like, I am not going to remember all of this and I'm overwhelmed and yeah. I need to just not be here. And yeah, I had to go back and look because I was like, I don't even remember everything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was working that day. And so like, I was I'd too. randomly open. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like randomly open Twitter and then be like, ah, and then I'd have to close Twitter because I had to call a client. And then after an hour, I'd go back on Twitter and be like, ah, and then start the cycle again. 
Yeah, it was nuts. I did not enjoy that. I can't imagine being a shareholder and just like, okay, cool. I don't care. <laughs> I'll start fucking giving you my money, whatever. Is, is this going to make me money? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. But we have a lot of uh So shows. yeah. Let's go down the list. Uh, uh I'm Andor! anxious. Andor! Yay! We're excited about that. Oh, that yeah. teaser is oh, made me cry. I know. They started filming what like 4 weeks ago now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um or doing principal pho- photography or whatever the fuck it's called yeah. um but i'm just, i'm so excited it was so good to see diego luna again <gasps> fiona shaw is gonna be in it i'm yeah. i love fiona shaw so much <laughs> i just realized that because of this show we're gonna get another diego luna press tour for (gasps) star wars and now if you know anything about me you'll know (laughs) rogue one was one of my favorite press tours because of diego luna's insatiable thirst for jabba the hutt (laughs) specifically jabba's texture (laughs) i am so excited for this all to happen again Oh my god. I used to go on Tumblr and watch GIFs and videos of that press yeah. tour like when I was sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that so with so the uh, with the Last Jedi press tour too. For as much of a mess that TLJ was, the press store was a uh, press store? <laughs> press tour was Chef Kiss. Yes. Especially what's great. in the box. Oh my god. <laughs> I fucking love that. I'm mute. <laughs> <laughs> John! (laughs) Oh, Gwen, I missed you. Come on, I miss her so much. Oh, what an angel. But yeah, Um, I'm stoked for Andor. Um,. The next, this is in no particular order. This just happened to be like what I remembered. And then I was like, oh, I should probably look at a list. And then I added <laughs> to it. So, um, so uh, next on the list is Rogue Squadron, which is going to be a film. I thought it was going to be a show, but it's a film. No, yeah. And Patty Jenkins is helming that. And she put out like this little video when it was announced of her like putting on rollerblades like in the parking lot. Yeah. And talking about how her dad was a fighter pilot and that she's always dreamed of doing something like this. So that was a little weird and a little yeah. uh, military industrial complex mm-hmm. uh, propaganda ish, but that's fine. <laughs> the mm-hmm. first, first female director of a film for Star Wars. And of course, it's Patty Jenkins because they're playing it safe, but right. that's fine. Right. Um, congrats to Rogue Padron. <laughs> Y'all made it. Maybe next year holder call, they'll announce a lousy, beautiful town show. <laughs> it's just a game show on Canto Bite. <laughs> it's anti-capitalist. <laughs> the price is right, but you're always right because money is stupid. Have this. <laughs> yes. Everybody calls each other comrade. It's great. <laughs> How did this become our brand? <laughs> like, what the fuck, fuck? If I know, I don't fucking know. We remember when we started, like, we were trying to be like a legitimate podcast. Yeah, like, I have a few emails and drafts to like some some of the publicists that just have never gotten sent <laughs> because we just never followed through. <laughs> we could oh, well. never. Uh, 
we could we couldn't find an appropriate episode that was f- recorded within the last year <laughs> to like, send to Lucasfilm Publishing. It's all right. We'll still get her on now that the I'm sure the promotional period is over by now. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no emails need to be sent. Maybe maybe we can if like we ever want to interview like a Del Rey author, like we can get like an in. Yeah. Since you you murder with <laughs> I murder with Del Rey. <laughs> I'm not explaining that. We're just moving on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, next on the list is Obi Wan Kenobi is the full name of the show. Why? Stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid. It's so stupid. Oh, it's like it's okay that there's a book. Like everybody knows what Kenobi is. Like whatever. But right. anyway, the most exciting news about this, other than like Deborah Chow being the director, yeah. is that Hayden Christensen is coming back. <laughs> 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 People did make good points of like. What's he gonna do? I know, like, but I don't like, really is, care. I don't. I don't care either. But they were like, "Is this man coming back to just be a be Darth Vader in a suit and then be voiced over by James Earl Jones, no. or are we gonna get like maybe some flashbacks?" Or um, I was thinking like like parallel storylines or something like yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah. See, like what Vader's doing and being like full in his full Vader time before yeah and like be like seeing him without the helmet on when he's in his little chamber thing or whatever or in his bath from rogue one (laughs) (laughs) he was having a he was having a me night he was taking a bath some candles going hold on i need to put this in my notes In the bath. <laughs> that might be the title. <laughs> Nothing to do with the Mandalorian, but it's fine. <laughs> Shit. Oh, but he's like, he's like chilling in the bath. He's like watching Grey's Anatomy. He's drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> That's what I imagine like, Darth Vader's like. Yeah. <laughs> He's like sitting there crying to the musical episode of Grey's Anatomy. It's like, oh, we don't need about my life. My life is tragic and interesting. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Now I kind of want Shonda Rhimes to turn to Star Wars. If I lay here, (laughs) if I just lay here. Would you like to forget the world? I'm not cutting any of this out. I don't want you to. I don't Good. want you to. I am inebriated with adult substance. I have whiskey and two beers, so. Proud of you. No, I know. It was my last ice cube, so I had to use it well. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I did not plan this so well. Um, so Obi-Wan featuring Hayden in the band. Yes. <laughs> um, next on the list is Tyka's film, because we know Woo! nothing about this other than nope. the title background, Zoom background situation was fucking weird. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I hope it's weird. Yeah. 
Um, I want a weird Star Wars film. Like, Star Wars is at its best when it's stupid as fuck. I want him to do a stupid, weird anything. I don't even care what it's about. No. (laughs) (laughs) But it has the same energy of, like, I'm going to teach you, like, I'm going to make you laugh, but I'm also going to teach you about anti-imperialism and colonialism and all of that and then you're gonna (laughs) yeah and then you're gonna laugh at like i'm a snake (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) you're being mean to me tonight (laughs) it's only been 13 minutes (laughs) i've been mean I haven't been that mean. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. Jess says it's fine. It's fine. We're good. We're all fine here. How are you? (laughs) Anyway, it's very obvious we haven't recorded in a while. We don't know what we're doing. (laughs) We're just being chaotic. We really are. Um, It's been like 15 minutes and we're only like four things down the list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm keeping it together. Um. This next one's very serious. The Acolyte, which I didn't even see if this was a show or a movie. Honestly, I don't know what any of these are other than Bad Batch. So it's whatever it is. Um, The description is like dark side shit that's in like the High Republic era, which somebody was throwing around like that doesn't not say there aren't any Night Sisters. (laughs) So (laughs) Yes. I think Katrina was throwing that out there, of course. Beautiful. Um, next is Bad Batch with me. But then yeah. they had to go and put Fennec Shand in it. Uh, so there you go. now I'm invested for specifically for tech for thirst reasons and now Fennec yeah. Shand. <laughs> yeah. And also for thirst reasons, but on top of it, it's Fennec Shand. On top of me would be Fennec Shand. Um, <laughs> and Mina is going to voice her. Yeah, um, which she should. So it's this yeah, is, it's good. I'm excited. I am too. Um, and it looks like they're fully in the imperial. Yeah, like I'm excited like, about that. They don't look like they were like defecting anytime soon. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. I think. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm wondering, like, maybe if like because they're the bad batch, like they're the you know mess quote unquote messed up clones, like. Do they have a chip? Well, even if and if they don't, are they just going to be with the Empire anyway? It doesn't look like they're fighting for the Imperials, though. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It will be. No matter what, it'll be interesting. And Fennec Shand is going to be there. And we'll get sad clone content and thirst clone content. Yeah. Maybe Fives will come back to life. Oh. That just (laughs) makes me sad. That feeling when you're thinking about <laughs> the way that Fives fucked Filoni's wife. <laughs> he clearly did because Filoni is like involved with like half of these shows. So there's a, some kind of conflict yeah. here. Um, you, Filoni. The next on the list <laughs> ew, is the Ahsoka show starring Rosario Dawson, which we're not watching that. So we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about like the implications of it and and like how shitty this is yeah. um when we have Jacqueline with us. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Because um, she wants to yell. Yeah. Yep, and we want to yell with her. Yep. 
Um, next is the Rangers of the New Republic, which I was like, that sounds like cops, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But if they put Appa as like the star, and there's various, I have very specific parameters where I will be okay with this. Mm-hmm. Appa has to be the star, and he has to defect and join Leia in making the resistance a thing and not be a cop anymore. <laughs> That's what has to happen. <laughs> very specifically. So Lucasfilm, if you're listening, <laughs> if you want our support. <laughs> yeah, you, if you want to be my lover. <laughs> um, yeah. I hope yeah. Gina Carano isn't in that. I'm just going to pretend like she's not. <laughs> okay. She's so, like, we'll talk about it when we start talking about the episodes, but she's yeah. terrible. She's a terrible yeah, actor. Like, sucks. There's, like, she has really good physicality and fighting, so can you just make her a stunt double? <laughs> <laughs> like, not pay her. <laughs> I don't know. Next on the list is Lando, um, and helming that is Justin Simeon, mm-hmm. um, which uh what's his name donald glover was not announced as being involved with this yeah which might be a scheduling thing because i know a a new season of atlanta was announced too so maybe there's it's just a contract situation but what the hell yeah (laughs) so yeah and then we have visions which this is animated shorts Short films? I didn't. I I, I, I think just maybe short films. I don't remember. Maybe it's short films. I don't remember either. But um, they are including some Japanese anime studios for this Mm -hmm. project, which will be interesting or could be icky or mm, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And then last on the list is a droid story, which that is literally, that's all I know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know anything else about this. Yeah. I uh, I wish it was a Lego. I know. We'll probably get Lego something of all of these things, right? I want it. I want it. Give me it. <laughs> we still need Lego Rogue One and we need Lego Mando now, right? Yeah. And then we'll Fuck be Lego Solo. <laughs> Can they even, like, that would just be the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> but not, but not like, not like Tross. <laughs> not like that. <sighs> so yeah, that's, that's it. Just those, Whoop. just Oops. 10 of those. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, I can't, I, mm, there's too many things. I just need to take it one day at a time. It's like when they like do those dumps at like D23 and stuff like yeah. that. And it's just like, wow, that's a lot of content. And then like half of it gets canceled. So I'm like, how much of this is actually going to go through? <laughs> right. Right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully Ahsoka gets canceled. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. So the only other thing that I have on here for news is that the new alphabet squadron book was announced today um, called it's called victory's price, which is ominous as fuck. Mm-hmm. I still haven't finished Shadowfall. I'm like, I just started 
the other night. So it's yeah, I haven't started. I don't even have it. Yeah, so. I I'm probably not going to finish it before it expires at the library. So I'm going to have to wait another like three weeks again. But yeah. um, it's going to come out sometime next year. I can't remember yeah. what month. It's either May or March. One of the M's, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Um, I didn't re- didn't think I would fall in love with this series, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> here we are. Yeah. If y'all are wondering where's the Shadow Fall episode, because we did do an Alphabet Squadron episode, it'll eventually get here. Yeah, we just haven't finished it. Sometime we'll before Victory's it. Price. There <laughs> you go. Maybe. <laughs> we're not a book club podcast. No, we're not. <laughs> we haven't even done like a blood. We have Bloodline. That was like one of the first things that we're like, we need to talk about Bloodline, and we still haven't done it yet. And it's like mm. well over a year later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two years like not very far away we're coming up on two years yeah and we don't even have 50 episodes (laughs) (laughs) we're trying our best (laughs) look working 40 hours a week Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to like be an adult and it's a fucking pandemic I thought we would get so much content during the pandemic. No, that has not been the case. No. <laughs> like content also, from us. <laughs> also, to be fair, this is the 50th episode. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> In a way. It can, okay, you can be right. And then next week I can be right. <laughs> too. Okay. So we're both right. Perfect. Great. Glad we (laughs) sorted that out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You want to talk about Mandalorian? Let's do it. So I'm putting it out there that we are talking about spoilers for the rest of the season, basically, except for the last one because we haven't watched it yet. So sorry (laughs) if that's not something you're interested in. But go watch the rest of it and then we can talk. But yeah, we're talking about chapters 11 and 12 the heiress and the siege which i don't really understand the title of that at all because it mm, wasn't really a siege (laughs) there was no sieging it was there was no pillaging it was an infiltration and then an escape (laughs) but that's fine (laughs) you all don't truly know what a siege is (laughs) oh yeah but I, I tried to group these in episodes, so we'll see how good it goes. <laughs> these, are, these are just my my brain my brain dumps again, yeah. <laughs> in no particular order. Yeah. So first item on the list is Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> go, Abby. Go. <laughs> I okay. So listen, like. I obviously have watched all of the Clone Wars and I have watched all of Rebels and those prominently feature Bo-Katan. And like, I've always appreciated Bo-Katan, but I I was never like, I'm in love with Bo-Katan. She's the best. Um, But, oh boy. (laughs) There's something about Katie Sackhoff. Not just as the voice of Bo-Katan, but like literally the face of Bo-Katan really did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, fuck, can you imagine being Katie Sackhoff right now? Like, how often 
do like like a voice actor get to say, you know, I got to play my character in a live action format. Like, yeah, I mean, it's I done, feel like that's it's few and far between. Way yeah. With, well, kind of. But Forrest Whitaker didn't voice like young Saw Gerrera, So it's like. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, that's so crazy. It's. Oh. And it's in Star Wars too, so it's like that much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> and she she's a fucking so... badass character. <laughs> yeah, she is. Oh my god, this bitch does not give a fuck. She just struts around with her two buddies and kills people with no remorse. Mm-hmm. And is like, I'm gonna be the fucking. I'm the fucking Mandalore. <laughs> yeah, and Mandos she's like, are cool. She's like, I'm holding your information hostage that you mm-hmm. need for your child until you help me. Like I had I strongly had a feeling that we were gonna get Bo Katan, especially after Katie Sackoff had tweeted, Is it Friday yet? Right. On like the Wednesday before or something like that, right? Um, so I, I had a, a large inkling that we were gonna get Bo Katan, but still, like the second that she landed on the boat and like you clearly saw. Mm-hmm. The night owl, like mm-hmm. on her on her helmet, I lost my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also watching this episode at work, <laughs> so my coworker like message instant messaged me and was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like, no, but are you screaming yes. to the wall? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "It's fucking fucking Dan." <laughs> yeah. Oh. I love Katie Sockoff in these action roles. Like, did you watch um, the Riddick? No, I haven't. Trilogy. She's in one of the movies and she plays, she's, you know, she's very much that like Starbuck character. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, she's Mm -hmm. just so good. She, mm mm-hmm. And then she's in that, that cop show. Oh. It takes place in like Montana or something. I forget what it's called. Who lives <laughs> in Montana? My family lives in Montana. <laughs> people live in Montana. <laughs> they own a section of land and they have cows and they're also oh. Republicans, so we don't really talk to oh. them anymore. But you know, it's fine. That's my mom's side of the family. They're weird. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, she's God and. Mm, she looked really fucking good like she did. Just oh the, my god like they did a really good job at because yeah. it's I mean like Clone Wars like the char- like they have big heads and like big eyes it's like how do you translate like, this weird you know? chins <laughs> yeah yeah, like, no, but like Mandalorians have very interesting facial features so I was like that might be weird to like see her you know converted but she's has that look already like mm-hmm. so I'm and like they made her eyebrows look exactly like animated Bo-Katan eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Katie Sackhoff. I mean, just the way she walks around, like, yes, like cocky, like soldier, like, like she owns the place. Yeah. Also, like it reminded me of the last season of Clone Wars, where we got that conversation between her and Ahsoka for her talking about like, I'm what. I'm what is the what is what she said like I'm 
am I good at anything else but war or whatever? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I can't remember exactly what she said, but it's like, she's still here doing this. <laughs> it's so right. sad. Like, Bo-Katan doesn't get to rest. No. Because her because fucking she, dark saber got taken she, away. She feels <laughs> such duty and loyalty to her planet and like, ow. <laughs> just like, the conversation that her and Din kind of have where it's she's like, oh, you know, we need to go take back Mandalore or whatever. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, that planet's cursed. And she's like, don't believe everything that you hear. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're still at war, baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, Bo-Katan. Oh. Bo-Katan uh, has a lot of... <laughs> I, think... <laughs> I think one of the funniest things in this is like... They take off their helmets, right? They take off their helmets in front of Din. And seriously, anytime somebody that m- might be a Mandalorian takes off their helmet, <laughs> Din's like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, n- no. <laughs> like, visceral for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but they take like, off their- without masks on now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> can you imagine that off- being your reaction when Bo-Katan takes off her helmet like I don't like that like what's wrong with you dude <laughs> like, she's hot as fuck <laughs> she's fucking Bo-Katan but like that that's what cracks me up is he's like you aren't real Mandalorians because they took off their helmets and yeah. he's fucking talking to the literal Mandalore and she's just looking at him oh. like Oh, you're uh, one of those. <laughs> uh, you have no idea who the fuck I am. <laughs> you're in a cult. <laughs> He's a fundy. He's in a cult. <laughs> they, they're they're fundamentalists. Oh. They took a twisted version of the way. I can't remember if we suspected that or not when... Yeah. We were talking about this last season. I think so. Because, like, like, we talked talked a lot about, like, and that was a huge controversy thing, Mm -hmm. quote unquote controversy thing, when the last season, the first season of Mando came out, was like, well, we've literally seen hundreds of Mandalorians without helmets on, and, like, it's fine. And so, like, us. You know, retconning all of that didn't make sense. So the next best thing is he's a fun. He's from a fundamentalist cult. Yeah, which I'm interested to see how he got there because he was rescued by uh, Death Watch. So I'm wondering that, like, when because you know, Bo-Katan left Death Watch mm-hmm. because what's his name was like being crazy. I feel like I need to go back and rewatch this part of Clone Wars because I can't remember exactly what happened. Well, but like, what happened? Do we see Death Watch like after she leaves? Like, don't they get defeated by like yeah, Ahsoka but- and what's his name, Lux Bonteri? Yeah, but like Din was picked up in the middle of the Clone Wars. Yeah, so he was like around. So he is there? Young. So like she st- she probably would have been part of Death Watch still while Din was a foundling, but she this must be a, like a sub section of Death Watch because yeah 
I don't remember there being a lot of culty feeling things going well, on. Like it was well, definitely just like, oh, they're like, you know, there's some type of nationalism going on here, and they're ter- like terrorists, terrorists. But what? What's his name? Pre Vizsla. Yeah. Um. Because like he was the he was the dude of Death Watch, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Maybe. Maybe it was like. Maybe it was like a Vizsla thing. So like the you know when when uh, you know Bo-Katan left and you know other people started leaving Death Watch, the Vizslas were like, "Fuck you, um, this is the way," and went like super <laughs> hardcore fundamentalists because like their whole thing was to overthrow Satine. That's true. Because she was all about pacifism and they're like, our culture is war and, you know, stuff like that. Um, because there's also in the the covert of Mandos that used to be on Navarro, yeah, there was, a, was, there was Vizla, the Vizla. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if it was like the Vizlas were like, all right, time to go far right. <laughs> I mean, we've seen it happen in our lifetime very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so it makes sense. It does. That's interesting. I I wonder if like so obviously like children of the watch are a thing. Mm-hmm. Were they like going and grabbing these orphans from, you know, kit like families that had been decimated by the clone wars and being like, "Hey, look what like the republic did." to your family like we need to like radicalize you and we can't let this happen to our people ever again and they just went around and like stole children like jedi (laughs) 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 that's Mm -hmm. gonna be an interesting Uh discussion um, when we find more uh, who's gonna be thrown as the bad guys and the other ones get apologize for (laughs) yeah well how i wonder how this conversation i mean i don't even know if we'll ever get there because i don't know if i trust the show to be that intellectual about it but (laughs) (laughs) let's be fair (laughs) but like we're way smarter than (laughs) so din is trying to find the jedi for grogu for the baby um and he's like kind of discovering like what it, what his childhood was like what he was actually a part of like mm-hmm. is he gonna be like oh like hey you know the Jedi stole children or they like took children and raised them in these really ascetic this ascetic environment and like fucked them up and hey that's what I was raised in too that's kind of weird and him and Grogu are gonna have like a little bonding moment yeah <laughs> <Aww. laughs> give me I mean but there might be just like a greater conversation around that too where it's like oh. Right. Well, the Jedi failed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they became corrupt. <laughs> and that's what Death Watch What? Oh, my God. This is um, crazy. We're too yeah. smart for them, though, Jess. Like, yeah, they're not going to do is, that. <laughs> this is not going through Jon Favreau's head. Like, maybe the <laughs> the Vizsla thing of, like, they're the ones who went... Because he's fucking hard, Vizsla, right? all the Vizslas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he was literally every single person that is part of the Vizsla clan. <laughs> Not just the men, but the women and the children, too. <laughs> he's the voice of all the Vizslas. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, he, they're not smart enough to make the the argument of like presenting like the Jedi were f- f- shit too. Yeah. 
because like you can't just take children from their home like take children from their parents without like telling them or like telling them and then just being like bye well you have to give me your kid that's a really ballsy statement to make that, you know, for a live action show too, yeah. I think, because I feel like Clone Wars did that, but it, I mean, it took them five seasons to get there mm-hmm. where it was like, maybe this is wrong. And even then it wasn't like a definitive, like, this is not okay. <laughs> like right. It was like, well, you know, there's people on both sides type of thing, mm-hmm. good people on both sides or whatever. But I feel like, I don't feel like he would take a stance like that where he's like, the Jedi were bad because they did this. No. Like, I don't I don't see him doing something like that in this show. No. I don't I honest have we seen any creator do that? Even in books? No. no. That's so that's just a <laughs> be like, hey, maybe the Jedi weren't that good. <laughs> And I want that. I want part of that out of the show. And I know John Favreau is not going to give it to me. I wonder if Deborah Chow will give it to us. Mm, Give it to me, Deborah Chow. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. All right. Frogs. Frog parents reunited (laughs) and they are babysitters, the best babysitters ever. Their their being reunited is the most romantic scene in all of Star Wars. It really is. And the music that was playing was just so beautiful and heartwarming. (laughs) I know. The music in this episode was quite good. The music throughout this whole season has been incredible. Agreed. Agreed. I'm pleased. Can you close the door? (laughs) Hi, Billy. Bye, Billy. Maybe it's not him. Maybe it's a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. But yeah, the frog parents. I hope we see them again. Yeah, me too. I want Frog Lady to come out guns a blazing next episode. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be Mama Bear. Yeah. Like, I protect the baby. How dare you? Yeah. It's lit Frog Lady and uh, Pelly. Yeah. Coming and joining and kicking Gina Carano out, and then becoming yes. part of the team. Yes, I like this. Yeah. Um. Also. We, I mean, it's been a really long time since we recorded, so <laughs> we didn't even fully get into the discussion, the whole discussion about like the egg eating from yeah. episode two. But like the fact that there was a beautiful, like, you know, moment of them reuniting, and then like baby Yoda clearly learned not to eat the eggs and that there's little babies in them and mm-hmm. babies are friends, like, <laughs> you don't eat them. Mm-hmm. That does not negate. Anything that happened <laughs> in season two and how terribly that was handled, um, which some people were trying to say, which, no, that's not how that works. Mm-mm. The hurt was done. Yes. <laughs> Even yes. if it this had been aired, like, in, like, a, a you know, an eight-episode dump versus weekly. Yeah. Still would have been done. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, 
Do you have anything else to say about the frog parents other than and I just love them? Ever? I love them. They're the best. They're the only good parents in Star Wars. Is this the first like nuclear little nuclear family that we've actually had that like is wholesome and good in Star Wars? I mean, like, I mean, like, like Leia and Brea and that's true. Bale are good. But that's we don't get to see them except that's for like one scene in Revenge of the Sith, and then <laughs> and in, in, a in in a book, yeah. So Which it was yeah, a fantastic yeah. book, but yes. So I mean, on screen, this is probably the healthiest family we've ever <laughs> seen in Star Wars, <laughs> and they're frogs. <laughs> Which I'm fine with, but that says a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, next item is Din is a child of the watch. What? He is in a cult. We already talked about that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast members that are making their way into the Mandalorian. Um, there were two in this episode alone, which Titus Welliver was the um, Imperial officer on the ship that was like, we're going down with the ship and I have mm-hmm. space cyanide in my teeth. Um, yeah. He was in S.H.I.E.L.D. for a couple seasons. And then Simon Cassinitis, I don't think that's how you say it. He was in S.H.I.E.L.D. for a couple seasons too. Um, he was evil and he was the the man Mando the Mando <laughs> the one that wasn't Sasha Banks <laughs> the Mando <laughs> so we got Ming-Na we got these two dudes, and then um, the Imperial officer, I think she's at the end of this episode. Katie um, O'Brien? She's at the end, end of the episode four. End of episode okay, four. Okay, so the next one. Um, yeah. She was also in S.H.I.E.L.D., which she's in season, season seven, which I haven't watched in its entirety yet, but um, I would like them to bring in uh, Chloe Bennett, please. Thank you. Mm. And, then, <laughs> and then I will be happy. <laughs> So, look at Lucasfilm. Chop, chop. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck on that. <laughs> um, what the fuck is Dink Ferric? Why? <laughs> Why? And I think it's, I think it's like, God damn it. But where did this come from? Was this a I thing? You know? I, no, I don't fucking know. There's like a whole bunch of dumb old canon swear words in the Star Wars universe. Like, what the fuck are some of the stupa? stupa. <laughs> Me and Billy <laughs> Me and Billy call each other stupas because I saw that in a Star Wars comic and was like, we're calling each other that. <laughs> Criff. Criff was a word. Um, like, K-R-I-F-F and that was akin to fuck. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Carabast, you know, oh, yes. we, that one's, yes. that's one that we always Pow. have. Yeah. <laughs> Long live pal. <laughs> so, Do I mean, Eric. we have, we have precedent for really stupid slang in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. You could have no. at least made it sound cool. Like it. Well, okay, when, when Din says it, it's like, oh, that's weird, but he's just weird anyway. <laughs> but, when, but when 
when I keep wanting to call her Gina, um, Cara Dune says it, it sounds really dumb. <laughs> like, well, when Cara Dune says anything, it sounds really <laughs> dumb. But <laughs> when when Sasha Banks said it, mm-hmm. it sounded great. It she did. can say That's it as true. much as she wants. I love her. I honestly wouldn't even have noticed that it was like kind of weird and like not an English thing mm-hmm. <laughs> unless I wasn't watching it on closed caption and was like, what the fuck? Why is this <laughs> so many times? What does this mean? But she did, she like smoothly brought that into the performance and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when Gina Carano said it, it's like, dank, ferric. <laughs> like- <laughs> Boy, howdy, dank, ferric. <laughs> it's like a a teenager saying the the word fuck for the first time and they're like (laughs) they're using it right like i think this is how i'm supposed to use it fuck (laughs) 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 so And Din is just not used to the sound of his own voice, so that's you know where he's at. But yeah, Din gets a pass. He really does for a lot of things. Yeah, but I I do I I very much so enjoyed Sasha Banks in this. She's great. She's fucking gorgeous. Yes, I want her to like body slam me. (laughs) She looks really good. Yeah, the hair and yeah. the her slurping up the fucking octopus oh, thing that was like, oh. started. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when they announced that Sasha Banks was going to be in Star War in a Star War because like mm-hmm. I mean I don't watch it that often anymore but I am a WWE fan um and so you're you live with a Filipino so like yeah. that's you're- <laughs> <laughs> That's what we I, do. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't, we, we can't uh, watch Manny Pacquiao anymore. Well, we've moved on to Sasha Banks. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyway, I was very excited about her and she was fantastic. You know, sometimes like when you get these, when you get uh, like out, outside people that are well known for not necessarily being like in a TV show or a movie, like, um Sasha Banks and Gina Carano um mm-hmm. sometimes they don't necessarily like fit in well it's like when the rock started acting it was like what yeah. cuz the yeah. first thing was Scorpion King right with the <laughs> mummy and it was yeah. weird cuz it was like weird CGI and I was like that's cool but he's actually like a good actor so like it's yeah. always nice to be like oh they're good they're good at that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, well, most of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this entire episode is just us shitting on Gina Carano. <laughs> In some way. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. So Bryce Dallas Howard directed this episode, yeah. and it was very well done. And also, like, after the fact, somebody mentioned that, like, hey, like, was there an, op- you know, the, the opening sequence when Din is doing, like, a atmosphere re-entry or i guess it's not a re-entry that's what we call it on earth an entry (laughs) through atmosphere and his ship is like burning up it was like the apollo 13 (laughs) scenes that her dad directed and she's like yeah that's exactly it yeah that was cool Um, 
And then I listened to the Padrelorian, and Meg had this like weird ass like <laughs> <laughs> like Fast and Furious reference. <laughs> I she started talking about it, and I was like, "What? No, <laughs> like, that's not what it was." <laughs> <laughs> and I like can't get that out of my head now. So like I went and watched that scene because I was like, I need to like see when this timing was. And I was like, fuck, now I can't think of this as like Apollo 13. Now it's fast and furious, like forever. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Meg. So fuck you, Meg. <laughs> it's also what the rock with tap of mind. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like Meg is like on. infiltrating my mind for all these things. <laughs> I mean, like one i mean meg is always going to relate everything back to the fast and furious yeah. or two or <laughs> two i don't remember what my number two was <laughs> <laughs> i forgot so but yes it was very it was it was cool it was a cool homage um because apollo 13 is one of my favorite movies ever yeah same um wow I, so I have a, a cute memory of Apollo 13. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so my dad turned 50 when I was, I think I was like nine or 10 years old or mm-hmm. maybe. I was like, I must have been nine. Um, And he was a single dad. It was just me and him. And our his friends and like my mom's old friends like threw him a little like 50, you know, a birthday party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we started watching arachnophobia and I got really scared. And so he's like, okay, like we can't watch this. Like my daughter's scared. He's like, what else do you have? And they put on Apollo 13 for me on my dad's 50th Aww. birthday. <laughs> I really so liked sweet. that movie. I know. It was really cute. That's really sweet. We watched it in seventh grade science class. That was the first time I watched it. And like, usually when you watch a movie during school, like people are like, Oh, I don't care. Whatever. I'm not actually going to watch this. Um, but like everybody was so engrossed in it. And like every single time, like the bell would ring, we'd be like, man, (laughs) we want to keep watching. No. Um, we watched Gattaca, the one that has Jude Law. Yeah, I don't fucking know. And Ethan Hawke. It was it was about like genetic engineering, basically. And I remember mm. it being like, I mean, I went to like a Christian school. Wow. <laughs> like, and it was very like, I can't believe they're letting us watch this. <laughs> we watched Osmosis Jones one year. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Not expecting. Uh, um anyway so this is not an apollo 13 podcast no, not at all <laughs> or gattaca or osmosis jones anyway <laughs> the uterus ship has seen better days because as soon as it Same. lands it like falls <laughs> <laughs> it falls into the ocean lake whatever body of water this is like the comedic timing of this episode was so good <laughs> like yes most excellent oh my god and that was the opening too it was like (laughs) ship falls into the ocean (laughs) a mandalorian (laughs) (laughs) cue theme music yeah that's like yeah pretty much much. (laughs) that's what the show is yeah um I have the Mon Cal's wearing sweaters and scarves 
Hell yeah. I love that. I love that. It is the, well, it's been over a year, but it is the year of the fisherman's sweater. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Chris Evans started it. Yep. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) Not like fishermen and dock workers were not wearing these sweaters for decades or anything, but you know. No, Chris Evans invented it. He did. He did. He reinvented it. Let's be real. Yeah, I accidentally stumbled across some. Uh, what's the name of his character in that movie? Um, uh, it's some pretentious thing. Um, but it was like some kind of like violent fic on, <laughs> like with that character and the sweater. It was very weird. What? <laughs> um, I found it on Tumblr on accident, so Ooh. it's not. I need to go find it because I was like, Ransom, Ransom there is his name. Drysdale. Yeah. 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 What the fuck? Yeah. But what I noticed that. What kind of fucking the... fic are you reading? <laughs> I was not on purpose, I swear. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I know this character. I'm into that. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Anyway, the sweater on the dock and then the scarves in the tavern are excellent. <laughs> yeah. I think the, th- the idea of Mon Cal's wearing clothes to keep them warm when they are like aquatic creatures just is really mm-hmm. silly to me it's mm-hmm. like animal, like it's like cats wearing sweaters <laughs> like they they're just cute <laughs> <laughs> yes um Ugh. baby yoda eating soup with a spoon is the cutest thing ever mm-hmm. um also i don't know if i'm down with the soup on draft at per table <laughs> that's weird um if that was real i would not eat that chowder <laughs> on draft not into that mm. um <laughs> my next line is gina carano is a terrible actor you went like what? i don't know what we, i i skipped like a whole bunch of shit to th- this next point is the end of episode four we haven't even gotten to the end of episode three I told you this was in no particular order. <laughs> and it really <laughs> Basically, what happens after all that is like we talked a lot about all the interactions with Din that, and yeah. Bo Katan and stuff like that. Um, but can we talk about like how they totally didn't need Din to help them take over that ship? Oh no. He was the dead weight of that group. Oh like- my god, yeah. Even when he's like running down the hallway, they're all kind of looking at him like, what are you trying to prove, dude? Like, we all have this car on. Like, any of us could have done that. It's fine. <laughs> like- I, like- yeah, I, liked- I liked that, like, he looked at them like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, well, he was just-, just standing there for like a good five minutes, yeah. just watching them like battle everybody. Like, he's like hey, dude, they- pull your they-, they have choreography. Like, <laughs> They move as a fluid machine and it's beautiful. It's very obvious that he's used to being the best in the room. And now that he's yeah. not the best in the room, he's like, I don't know what to do. I'll just run <laughs> into oncoming fire. <laughs> like, there we go. Myself. Toxic masculinity is a prison. It is. It truly is. <laughs> Should have just taken your mask off or your mask, your helmet off. It would have been fine. <laughs> no, but then Bo-Katan go. Well, okay. I love that they... They trap them in the cargo hold. 
and the officer is like so excited to tell the captain of the ship like we got them in the cargo holes (laughs) yeah and he's like you got them where and then all of a sudden literally everybody's gone She's like, thank you for packaging up these nicely for me. Like, Ah! she's like so snarky. I love her. Can you imagine the dirty talk in bed? (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I was to say. My name in this is literally horny for Bo-Katan. What do you want from me? I need to take a screenshot of this. I already did. I already did. I already tweeted it. Good. Excellent. Thank you. I thought a stranger came into this Zencaster recording. I was like, who is here? I I said I texted you earlier today saying I think this episode is gonna be chaotic because I'm gonna be horny for Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and now you're judging me. Oh no, not at all. I totally oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I just concerned for the stranger in our recording. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just Abby. It's fine. <laughs> it's just me. But then she threatens the imperial officer, and that's hot too. <laughs> I know. And the only way that he can get out of it is by committing suicide. <laughs> you know for what? the empire. You know what? For Bo Katan, I will. <laughs> He was like, God damn it. I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> She's just too hot. What do I do? I'm going to give up all the secrets. I'm going to give up all the secrets. This is my only option. <laughs> I must die. But I love that. I don't think she ever says like she's looking for the dark saber um, just that something was taken from her. And then she says, where is he? Where's Moff Gideon? Um and like he has something of mine and the officer's just like you probably already know where he is or whatever you have to ask like yeah like you already know yeah and like the people who are maybe just watching mando they've never watched clone wars or rebels or anything like that probably were like okay so they took something of hers they took a lot of things. From, yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah. took they took a lot of things from Mandalore. Mandalore is basically gone now. Um, but then those of us who know the history of the Darksaber are like, Wah! dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I I had tweeted um last year when we got um uh, Moff Gideon having the dark saber. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I tweeted like, "Where is Bo-Katan? Is she safe? Is she all right?" And everybody is like, "Nah, Bo-Katan is dead, y'all. Like Bo-Katan is dead." And then Katie Sackoff said, "Bitch, you thought." And so <laughs> I got to quote tweet my old tweet and be like, "Y'all, she's good. She's okay." <laughs> She's alive. <laughs> Remember how excited we were like a year ago talking about this? Like, if she comes back, we're going to fucking lose her shit. She has and to come did. back. She can't be dead. And she's not right. dead. She's here. <laughs> and, like the, and, and just like the cherry on top is the fact that she gets to be played by Katie Sackhoff. I know. It's so perfect. Also, I realized the other day that because of how short my hair is now, I look like I have Bo-Katan hair. And your hair is like <laughs> auburn red. Like, yeah. 
Girl, we can we be book a tan. <laughs> I gotta get um I gotta get my titties done first. <laughs> I can't imagine Mando armor on on these, so maybe after I get a reduction. <laughs> Didn't what's her name? Um fuck. Uh Anita Sarkeesian like comments something yeah. about like, yeah. oh, like female armor. It's like, okay, where do you want the titties to go? Right. <laughs> like this right. Is just it wasn't it wasn't like Cupping not everybody their... is an A cup. I'm right. sorry. Well, it's not like cupping her their titties and like leaving like nipples a... poking yeah. out of the armor and like, <laughs> and like leaving a, an obvious weak spot in the sternum. Like that's the kind of like thing we're saying. Oh, boob armor, but like yeah. it, you know, being shaped to their body. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I'm a 48 G. Where do you want me to put them? <laughs> like, I can smash them, but <laughs> they still need somewhere to go. <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> and they're not going to be flat even when they're smashed. No, because now they're going to start going into my armpits. <laughs> yeah, like my neck. So, yeah. <laughs> so fuck you, Anita Sarkeesian, and maybe your small titties. Yeah. You don't know my pain. Small titties are fine. Just don't hate. <laughs> yeah. Be oh. thankful that you don't have to wear a bra. Oh my God, I wish I had small titties. <laughs> right. Right. <clears throat> anyway. Is this the... F- no, we saw Mandos in action last season, but those were those are the culty Mandos. These are the real yeah. Mandos. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, that could be a big discussion there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I just realized that upon the this is the eve of the season finale, and Bo-Katan yeah. has still not come back into this season. So I'm wondering if she returns. We will. I mean, by the time people are listening to this, we will already know the answer. But could you imagine? Like, she show up and help rescue the baby from. I, from I don't know, but could you imagine like Bo-Katan and Boba Fett? <gasps> I know. <laughs> so in case you missed it and remember these are spoilers for every episode w- that we feel like talking about um but in case <laughs> you missed it <laughs> it's our podcast and we're gonna fucking do what we want um you might have missed it but we are boba fett stands now i mean we always have been is our son we have reclaimed yep. him he does not yes. belong to you fanboys anymore he's no. ours <laughs> yeah he is kind his love language is acts of service he is loyal he is tomorrow morrison <laughs> he's indigenous yes <laughs> and he's uh, a fucking mandalorian brian young shut the fuck up yeah yeah, he is. We will have like, that discussion. Do not worry. Oh, yeah. Do not worry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was angry. <laughs> you just was angry. I talked about this how long ago? Like, I think oh, episode like two, where I was like, I have a piece that I want to write about diaspora yeah. and Mandalorians. This has been yeah. in on my mind for a long time. So the fact that he came out was just like, he's not a real Mandalorian because he doesn't look or he looks like one, but it isn't blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm, yeah. oh, really? <laughs> okay. Because of the math, Jess. Fuck math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I'm scared of it. Fuck math. <laughs> no, you're scared of geometry. Well, <laughs> that's yeah. Different. That's yeah. weird math. That's like like that's, LSD math. That's, that's wizards math. <laughs> do we have anything else to say about the heiress no just that i really i now i desperately want a scene of dindajur and bo katan and boba fett sitting and having a conversation about what it means to be a mandalorian oh my god like because i mean (laughs) right but like so like Django again spoilers for whatever the fuck we want like Django ended up being a foundling um he was a foundling and like boba was never really so okay are foundlings universal for the mandalorian culture or is that a death watch thing i that's a good question that's a good question. Right? I, mm, I want it. I want it very badly. I. Mm. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought that we would be like, Boba Fett, I love you. And I'm going to cry. Over yeah. Fett. I'm like, going to oh cry God. over Boba Fett. I want to read so many Boba Fett fics now. I know. <laughs> like, Same. I love this man. <laughs> oh, it's like we're getting our sad clone content. Ah! Kind of. <laughs> like, could you do you remember? Do you remember what he said in this last episode? Mm-mm. When they were like talking about who's gonna go in because they had to have somebody with a helmet <laughs> off so they could see their face. <laughs> And Boba Fett was like, let's just say they might recognize my face. (laughs) And it's like, oh my God. Okay. I need to, I don't know if we've said this on the podcast before, because I think Chris said this to you after we recorded our last Mando episode, but Mm. Chris told you that this is hurtful. (laughs) I'm upset at him. (laughs) He said... What if Darth Vader hired yeah. Boba Fett because he reminded him of Rex? <laughs> fucking hell, man. I know. Why is Chris an emotional terrorist? He's a fucking emotional terrorist. What the fuck? Wow. Also, I'm going to, when you write your little thing, your little article about Diaspora and Boba Fett and Mandalorians, like, Send that shit to Chris, because like that's yes. something that we've been talking a lot about lately, or he's been talking to me a lot about lately. Yeah, I will for sure. Oh my god, oh, this is not a Boba Fett podcast yet. <laughs> yet <laughs> we have moved on from Mall. We are now Boba fuckers. <laughs> pet fuckers. I like fat fuckers better. I don't really want to fuck him. I just want to like yeah, pet him yeah. and be like, it's gonna be okay. And I'll- you're right. I want to like make sure he's okay wanna... emotionally and he's yeah. getting enough rest and taking his meds and yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to make him hot chocolate. Oh. On a cold winter's night. <laughs> while we have tip yip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, so let's anyway. talk about 
a fucking siege, which is not a siege. No, <laughs> it's, no. It's a, it's a spy mission. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Gina, Gina Carano <laughs> is a terrible actor. <laughs> and she made a line about Alderaan land flat. Which yeah. I was like, that means you are really bad at acting to do that because yeah. that should suck all the feels out of us yeah. instantly. And I was kind of like, huh. Mm-hmm. I know I should the- feel sad, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. It was at the very. It was like at the end of the episode after yeah. Appa gave her the the like the talking to. But and- honestly, that's the only thing that I remembered from this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and that's right. And I had to go back and rewatch it because I was like, I don't remember what else happens here. That's because <laughs> the last scene. That's like the only thing that I remember. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Ugh. But like he asks her, well, first of all, this question is a hot mess to begin with, where he said like she acknowledges that she's from Alderaan and he asks her, Did you lose anyone? Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Like, yeah. What the- but like but like the way she responds is like i lost everything and it's like okay i don't know if you're angry i don't know if you're sad i don't know if you're numb you just are speaking words yeah it did the delivery was not great like yeah imagine how could that that mm, i'm so mad (laughs) that that should that should be a huge emotional beat for us. Yes. And because uh, while they're having this conversation, like a little bit of March of the Resistance is playing in the background. And it fucking, I went back and I rewatched that scene so many times just so I could hear the and like mm-hmm. that music alone is enough to get me really emotional. But then like Gina Carano is just so terrible. <laughs> it like ruins the whole thing for me. Like, if this bitch is gonna have the audacity to be an anti-masker, transphobic conservative, can she at least be a good actress? Right? We get like, fucking Bill Burr who right. like hugged my emotional heartstrings. Like, yeah, and you can't be better, bitch. Right. Right. They are they are like laying this out for her perfectly. Like we have given you all the pieces to be like <laughs> the emotional heart of this show and you are right. failing massively. Right. <laughs> like Gina Carano has no other tones than like punch huh. and huh. <laughs> like she says a lot of huh. And like everything is in the same flat. Dude, watching this episode over again was painful. Like just her delivery during like all of the action sequences is like you could have just not said that and just like grunted and it would have been yeah yeah i will say though like for as much of gina carano is in this episode this was a very well directed episode oh i thoroughly enjoyed this episode and i was upset about that and Um, (laughs) because carl weathers directed this one yeah and her fight scenes are really good and i'm mad that i like her fight scenes so much because they look like real fight scenes like she's actually like throwing bows like (laughs) yeah like fucking people up and it looks good and i'm like can you just be a stunt double please (laughs) right if you're gonna have to be here right (sighs) Anyway, we'll have, I think there's more notes about her later on, but mm-hmm. 
um, Din and Baby eating soup together is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. And also, the way that he was like directing the baby to like help him fix the ship. And oh like, my like, god! Hey, put the wire. This wire, but don't put them together because they're off the just Like the baby fucking understands that, and he's just like, Zip. I. It's it's just the dad building. It's in, so good. in this show, like Din truly becoming daddy, mm-hmm. like is is chef kiss. It's phenomenal. Like. I have many moments that I can recall of my dad trying to have me help him with something and oh, me being yeah. like a total dumbass and him being like, no, the other thing. Listen to I what I'm saying. I don't even talk yet. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so very sweet. I it's love so these. Cute. I love the amount of like little moments that don't really have to be there. Like they aren't crucial to the story but they make sure that they are included because it's crucial to the relationship between din and grogu and that's like why you have a tv show versus a movie so you can have this slow build and it's not even that slow it's only eight episodes but it's like you have these character building moments that are like slow and quiet and soft and that's where a lot of this magic happens. And especially with a relationship like this, where it's like father, son. Sorry if you can hear sirens. It's really <laughs> There's a lot of COVID in LA County yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> um, but it's like these like father, son moments, like that's not going to happen. Like that can happen during a really like action packed, like intense sequence. But mm-hmm. the fact that it's happening during these like quiet, silly moments is mm-hmm. like even more special because that's so real. Right. That's like we right. don't all like get kidnapped by Imperials <laughs> and like get experimented on with our dad. <laughs> our dad save us. Like that's not real. <laughs> not all um, of us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but like I mean, even um even in what was this, like the beginning of episode six. So the beginning of the most recent episode. No. Second most recent episode. Um and like this is after he's learned Grogu's name, and um, sorry, Jess, I got distracted by you typing. I gotta pee. Keep talking. Anyway, <laughs> um, he learns Grogu's name, and so like he just has a little little blast of like saying Grogu, and then Grogu going, <laughs> which is the cutest fucking noise. Uh, but like. We didn't have to have that. Like, I don't know. It's just, it is nice seeing Din step into his role of daddy. And I think at at the point that we are at in the story with them, I think Din is ready to risk it all for baby and like not follow through on his quest. Because that's, that's his baby. That is his baby yoda jess is still in the bathroom (laughs) i didn't have that long of a point to make and yet she said i gotta pee keep talking um oh i think i hear her come back (laughs) are you still talking yeah uh, (laughs) surprise (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I, it's okay. I didn't really have that long of a point to make, so I was like, um, okay. Oh, damn damn it. <laughs> I was like, you sound like you're going to have a really good point. I'm going to go real quick. No, I was, just, I was just giving another example of, like, the little moments, like, after Din learns Grogu's name and he just keeps saying it to get his attention. And, like, so that way he's like, (laughs) Yeah, it's so cute. So cute. He is that Um, boy's daddy. The the moments, like, when he, like, even in in this, is Clara Weathers a grandpa? Because big grandpa vibes from the way this is filmed and written. Like, the fact that he, like, just the focus on, like, him going to school. It's, like, his first day at school. And then, like, mm-hmm. him throwing up at the very end. And Mano has to, like, <laughs> clean it up. Like, it's very, a lot of a lot of parent things, like, yeah. that you have to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's very much so grandpa grief because he's like, oh, give me that baby. And, like, oh my God, is he taking so care of you? Is he taking care of you? <laughs> so cute like grandparents totally do that and then they slip you 20 bucks <laughs> i'm also very glad that it was him that took baby and was like you're so sweet and then kara dune was just like yeah whatever like she was like huh, <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> um but baby's first I, day of school i know real quick before we talk about that well, no, I'll talk about this later. I'll put this down here. Oh, okay. This hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but baby but yeah. goes to school. So cute. <laughs> um, I like how baby uses the force to steal snacks. <laughs> that is very relatable. <laughs> that is exactly what I would use the force for, is thieving. <laughs> he and snacks. is a little shit. It's <laughs> inappropriate uses of the force. <laughs> Like, we've all been there. We've all thought of things to use the force for, and he's just doing it for us. It's great. No, well, yeah. I mean, like, uh, inappropriate thing, inappropriate use of the force is, like, a tag on AO3. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, we always thinking about it. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, I skipped a lot of shit. The lab. Um... So well, this is when we get just like a shit ton of action, right? Yeah, but like the dude from the ep- from the first episode of Mandalorian, like the very first episode of Mandalorian, yeah. is in this again. The blue guy that, like, I, I don't remember his deal. He got put into carbonite or whatever. But Blank like, man, he's like essentially in like indentured servitude to grieve. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. But also, like, grief keeps taking years off because, like, he's like, okay, if you do this, I'll take 100 years off and 30 years. I'm like, I don't feel like this is, like, actual no. punishment. It's just, like, you're just mad and eventually yeah. he's just going to work for you and it's going to be fine. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and if he wants to leave, he can leave. <laughs> I was like, this is not this is not actually what I think it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, lots of action, lots of shit talking here, lots yeah. of Mando just being like, okay, I am now, I am again the most competent person in the room, yes. so let's get shit done, because uh, I am insecure about not being the most competent person in the room <laughs> at the last planet. Um, but we discover that this base was a fucking lab, and this is like where they were taking Baby Yoda 
to yeah. be drained of blood. Or like <laughs> at least what they were like putting it into. Which, okay, so we get like a scene of grief is looking at the bodies that are in these chambers. Yeah. Could you tell what was there? No, but okay. I... I've, it looked like Snoke's or Palpatine's. Okay. okay. I had the same thought and I was like, I don't know if I'm just reading into this because that's what I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I want there to be pickled Snoke's here. Um, like, what? What is... I feel like The Rise of Skywalker has, like, thrown a wrench in a lot of things. <laughs> And who knew the far-flung ramifications it would have even to the Mandalorian, even though that's the only other thing that's going on right now in Star Wars. But, Mm -hmm. like, now I'm like, okay, where is Palpatine now? He's, like, recovering or whatever. Let's just say he's recovering from being dead or he's still dead. Who knows? And so, Mm -hmm. like, did... Did we ever decide if Snoke was just a Palpatine clone or if he was his own thing? I don't know. We decided he was a jar of pickles. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> like, that's so what like, I thought. That's what I thought. So, like, who, sank- who like, is this a Palpatine-sanctioned thing? Or was I mean, this something that I, in was like, I am going to do this because I'm a mad scientist and I... I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, like... Is this part, part of Operation Cinder? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Part of Operation Cinder is figuring out how to make Palpatine live forever, which is, like, part of the plot of Battlefront 2. Um, <clears throat> and... Which I still have not played... <laughs> yeah and like they ended up talking about operations like name dropping operation cinder in this most recent episode um because apparently bill burr was there for some of operation cinder stuff um but i mean i'm assuming that this is another like i'm assuming palpatine had hundreds of measures uh, to try to keep him alive you know yeah but why would like I'm not looking for plot holes, but no. <laughs> why would you have your apprentice go and kill off all of the Jedi? Like, why wouldn't you just, like, keep some of them in a lab and then drain them for their blood so they you can get their high M count or whatever the term is right. used in this episode <laughs> instead of midichlorians? M count. M count. I like that though. That's very scientific yeah. and very yeah. like real world, like what you would say in the medical field. You know, white count, M count. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, like why would you just like, oh, I'm just gonna kill all the Jedi and then oh shit, I don't have any other, I don't have any force sensitive beings to like clone myself. I feel like something went wrong here. <laughs> like yeah. either something went wrong or the plan didn't like was not as thought out as maybe it could have been like because Palpatine was a lot smarter than this I think like he wouldn't count on there just happened to be a being that escaped the purge yeah to be the donor or whatever yeah also the fact that the scientist is like I couldn't extract more because he 
He's so tiny. <laughs> He's small. <laughs> he, they picked the smallest being mm. who is 50 years old ever. <laughs> like, <they laughs> a larger being. <laughs> that no. Is, no. 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 But it's... I... I... Hmm. So... I guess I could, I'll save this for the most part, this conversation for when we talk about Mando as a whole, um, or at least the season of Mando as a whole. I liked that this gave us a connection to Tross in a way. Like yeah. I, I thought that was cool. And like, I don't mind making Mando a, just a little bit larger, yeah. but I just feel like with, With the Ahsoka episode especially, like, it just makes Mando so big that it's just kind of like, is this, is this the cameo show or is this a show about a cowboy and his 1999 Honda Honda Civic with his 50-year-old son? (laughs) Like that's what the story should be and i don't mind if it gets a little bit bigger into the larger galaxy but it's just it's feeling like too much so this is giving me big agents of shield feels because Mm -hmm. agents of shield was the first marvel it came out before the netflix shows and it was like really connected into like the mcu at first like you know winter soldier had a huge impact on the show completely changed everything right like Coulson is like one of the main characters and he technically died in like (laughs) the first Avengers, but you know, they brought him back to life and had this whole storyline associated with that. And then like after a certain point, like it just wasn't connected at all, especially after the fifth season when like (laughs) infinity war was supposed to have happened. There was like a, a lot of time travel in season five. And so basically they're just like on a different timeline like they're mm. not involved in any of Infinity War or Endgame or anything. Like there was no fallout from that at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with the show. Like they're trying to plug it in like really hard with like a lot of like big events, which makes sense. Like the Empire was a big event in the you know, in the galaxy. Right. To be fair, like Palpatine's death has huge ramifications. Like his plotting has huge ramifications, and obviously, if he's involved in cloning you know after his death and trying to stay alive somehow and he had all these contingency plans that led up to Tross like Mm -hmm. it would make sense that we like there were like behind the scenes stuff that might pop up but like you said it's like this is a show about a dude and his 50 year old son and well Honda Civic doesn't exist anymore spoiler alert (laughs) 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 I'm sad about that to be honest but like it's like that's fine but as long as the show gets back to like or at least stays at its core what it is where it's it's about found family and it's about yeah. finding out your identity outside of like what you thought you really you knew the world to be yeah like i you know especially cuz it's called the mandalorian i would hope that it would focus more on the events yeah leading up to like getting mandalore back because we don't have any information about mandalore anything mandalore after rebel you know yeah that yeah after rebel so 
I don't know. Like, I'm fine with it being, like, a stop on the way. Yeah. (laughs) But I would hope that, like, you know, if Moff Gideon is the big bad for, like, if he, if nothing, if he still is alive at the end of the season and, like, we get another season of him being the big bad, Mm -hmm. I would hope it's not so tied into, like, Palpatine's vision. I hope that we find out, like, Moff Gideon's vision, mm-hmm. that he's an actual character with desires and thoughts and his own right. ambitions outside of what Palpatine had. Because it's one thing, like, that's really interesting because I'm a Palpatine stan, but right. that can only take you so far because then you get stuff like Tross where it's just, like, fucking stupid. It's fine. Yeah. It's great, but it's fucking stupid. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, okay, so, like, the more I'm thinking about it, the more after the Ahsoka episode, so episodes six and seven, do feel a lot more um, uh, closer in a way. So like, it doesn't feel like, holy shit, there is a wide galaxy out there. It is, this is about this man and his child. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Great. it was a, it was a little bit like that because we've got like the official confirmation that yes, this is Boba Fett. But yeah. even then, it's hand- like him and then also the surprise of Fennec Shan coming back. Like, Quote it's surprise. <laughs> it's it's when we'll talk about that when we get to that because I feel like we have to have a talk with people. Um, yeah. But like, it still felt more tight knit, you know. And the story and was it, about Din and Baby. And it's because I think and. And the fact that Django was a foundling, that really mm-hmm. ties it in together where it's like they have a big connection here. Yeah. And now that we have seen the Bad Batch, um, yeah. like, <gasps> teaser, yeah. Fennec being connected oh to the clones, like, Fennec clearly knows the history of Django Ooh. and Boba and like where he comes from. Like there's something like there's more there than what we are given right now, especially now with this backstory, which is really cool. <laughs> right? And I mean like we have we don't have no insight into their relationship other than like he gave her abs of steel as Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think we, I think we you know? do get like little subtle things about their relationship, like, like as a team. I know some people are shipping them, and that's fine. I don't give a shit. I just, I think they're both gay, so like they're just yeah. um, MLM and WLW solidarity, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or MLM and Wulubu solidarity. <laughs> um, but I mean, like you can tell that they very much so trust each other, and like even though you know, Fennec is, like, in his debt. He still treats her as an equal. But we're not talking about those episodes. We're still talking about the siege. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say one more thing before we close out yeah. the future episode talk is, like, they're, like, why would she trust him and why would he trust her? They Obviously, there's something else beyond yeah. them just, just finding her in the desert and being like, oh, no, a poor soul is dead. I should help her. Like, yeah. He probably recognizes her. Like, if she was doing, like, bounty hunter shit or, like, working for the Empire or, like, whatever, like, they probably crossed paths. Yeah. He was working for the Empire. Yeah. Technically. So do you you think we'll get some Boba Fett in the Bad Batch? Mm. Fuck. He'd still be pretty young. 
He'd still be I'm pretty fine young. With that. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, he'd be like a teenager, I think. I'm trying to remember the last time we see him in Clone Wars. We'll talk know. about this next time. When, yeah, when I didn't care up. about Boba Fett before, so I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now he is my favorite character of all time. So we're gonna I come have back to, yeah. and have to do some research. But yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so back to the stupid siege, which is not a siege. Um, so I put in here because Billy is he rides motorcycles. That's what he does for work. Is he works for a motorcycle company. He also races dirt bikes and rides dirt bikes. And when the speeders went down the side of the cliff, <laughs> he lost his shit because he was like, they're riding light dirt, like dirt bikes, like the way that mm-hmm. they like maneuvered the bikes, the way they like put their legs out to like keep them, you know, keep their balance and stuff like that. Cause they like put their legs down on the ground to like balance the bikes he was like, right. that's a dirt bike move. <laughs> he was so excited. And I was like, Billy, you clearly did not plan out your life well because you could have been a stunt person in the Mandalorian. Oh. <laughs> Billy, you dummy. <sighs> Maybe someday. <laughs> but it was still really cool. And yeah. the action in this part of the episode was really good. Um, yeah. despite Sarah Dune's terrible acting. Um it was it was excellent. I I liked I liked all of it. And there was a lot of like um original trilogy callbacks with mm-hmm. um like Din like shoot like when he used his jetpack to shoot up used his jetpack to shoot <laughs> up out of the like lava area and it it felt very like Luke and Leia like trying to cross that precipice mm-hmm. where like there's stormtroopers on either side like shooting at them and then like you know when they're going down the the lava corridor I don't know what to call it yeah <laughs> like, they're like you know grief using the the weapons thing and him you know just like the the back and forth between him and him and Cara Dune and all yeah of that. It, was, it was very old uh, original trilogy yeah um, it was it was you know what now that i'm thinking about it it was faster and more intense yeah <laughs> <laughs> and carl weathers was clearly having the time of his life oh directly God, yeah. doing all of this he's like i'm going to put myself in chair. <laughs> i am going to do this <laughs> like, yeah yeah I this do all is my things. moment exactly i mean i would do the same like yeah oh yeah a hundred percent um so you know before the end of the episode like they're kind of fucked in these tie fighters by the way do all tie fighters like sit on the ground in that x formation where they're like and then they like when they lift off they become like the parallel sides Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if we've ever seen TIE Fighters sit on the ground. They're always, like, hooked up and they, like, swing out into the air, like, from a base, right? Uh-huh. I don't know, but it looked really fucking cool. Anyway, <laughs> Baby Yoda loves flying really fast. And he loves when his dad shoots down these TIE Fighters and, like, chases them into the upper atmosphere. Yee. He has a great time. <laughs> so Yee. cute. Um, and oh, wait. I have... Oh, well, go ahead. I I also enjoyed a, an original trilogy callback with you know them making the Gland Man go and you know activate the volcano thing, um, 
Oh yeah, and it was like he, he he makes a mention about how there's no guardrails, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's I'm very much so. <laughs> yeah, that's that is very much so a little a little nod of fan service in a way because oh, yeah. like it didn't have to be there, but it was there because you know we've called out the empire multiple times for failing to meet OSHA regulations. And also I like how like that was a callback to like Obi-Wan going into like pulling, you know, like bringing down the tractor beam, but Obi-Wan's a Jedi. So he does it very gracefully and it's like fine. But when the fucking gland man does it, he's like, (laughs) he like turns around, he's like holding onto the thing. Like, like how we would do it. We are not force sensitive beings. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, like, like Obi-Wan is like sneaking around. He's like pink panthering around and it's like very sleek and stuff like that. And then Glam Man is like like shaking, turning around slowly yeah. and awkwardly, like, God, there's no guardrails. Like that's the mode. <laughs> Oh, come with me and you'll be in a world of OSHA violations. Is <laughs> <laughs> that friend on TikTok? That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, so I have a note in here that I'm kind of, so th- we got to see the Razor Crest in action. Like, mm-hmm. we and it's all seen. pretty. And it was good and it was cool looking and it was like spinning and yeah. we get close-ups and we get cockpit views and it's it's very good and it's very exciting. Um, and now the Razor Crest is gone. Oh my god! That, yeah, they were like, like, let's make it all beautiful, and you can see it in its shining glory and all the things that it really, truly is capable of doing when Din yeah. actually takes care of it. And then they blow it up—the <laughs> whole thing, the whole thing. In like two episodes from now, it's gone. <laughs> like, no, it is the next episode after. Oh no! It is two episodes. No. Just kidding, because I keep so next. Yeah, I keep erasing Ahsoka from. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, explain yeah. that to twenty nineteen me. So the uterus ship has been <laughs> gone. Is gone, and I'm glad we got to at oh. least see it in its glory at least one time more. Oh my god, the P- the 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 TLJ is about womanhood and sex people are gonna have like come up with some dumb reason of how the uterus ship being blown up is some sort of relation well, to womanhood and like it's symbolic that he has lost his child <laughs> oh <laughs> That should be part of the episode is that we just come up with as many like shit those people would say <laughs> yeah. about it and how it relates to womanhood and femininity, even and though your genitals not. does not determine if you are a woman or not. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Why are you so attached to your uterus? Like, I'm not, I'm not attached to my uterus. Please take it away. Right. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Like, okay. It, it's very similar to like pussy hat women, right? Like, yes. <laughs> do you feel that much of a connection to your uterus that like, I just, I, I, that's a genuine question because I don't feel that ever. And I don't understand that. Me either. If this is part of my gender crisis, we don't I was going to say, maybe that's just an us problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
are we getting Jess on the gender crisis train too? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> There's already like three of us. We have a support group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be real, I've probably been on that train for a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a whole topic for another time, but yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I missed that ship. <sighs> Goodbye, uterus. <laughs> this has been our last hurrah. Oh my god. Me um, when I finally get a hysterectomy. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last hurrah. <laughs> they won't let you until you have at least three children and your husband is present uh, for this. Uh, uh, because yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway <laughs> um i still really don't like that appa is a cop it makes me yeah. really uncomfortable the way, especially this episode the way he's crushed questioning grief about like the events of everything and he's like so blah 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 and grief is just like i'm not a fucking narc i don't know yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. which i appreciate that yeah and the optics of an Asian man doing this to a black man is not great either. Like, come on, guys. Like, even though Carb Weathers directed this, like, mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, it's one person. Anyway. Right. And then we already talked about the scene. Yeah. Um, where it's unfortunate. About, like... So what did I put? I wish so bad that Gina was not playing Kara. I want to be invested in this character figuring out her role in the galaxy and being sad and trauma and Alderaan. Right. <laughs> like, like, like she doesn't like, like we said earlier, it's just flat and bland and monotone. And, and there are so many different kinds of emotions that Gina Carano could have tried to experience um but also like we also know that she's a transphobe so i'm sure that is playing into us disconnecting her from the character yeah Yeah. i guarantee in our episode with ash i mean i haven't listened to it in a long time but like i know that we were fangirling over the fact that she was from alderaan and we were like oh my fucking god like yeah that's huge right but like just her reaction on the line of like i lost everything alone could tell us so much like give us so much backstory into how she feels about Alderaan having been blown up, how she feels about the empire. Like we know she hates like, them, did she, but like did she joined the rebellion because Alderaan was blown up. Like we don't even right. know that information. Right. Like, you know, like, know that and, it was part of the rebellion. Like, right. I mean, we'd be able and to then also kinda... Appa's like, I served during Alderaan. Yeah. As an Imperial. <laughs> or as no, a no, rebel? he was, he was as a rebel. I would think. I would hope so. (laughs) I hope so. I hope so too. But like, just from that one line alone, we could have figured out like where she is in her stage of grief. Like she could have played that very sad. She could have played that very angry. It could have been like, if you want to go with the monotone, like then like with Um, that numbness, like, but make your face do something else. Yeah. Make your face be like, it's not a big deal. It's fine. Cause that's a fucking thing you do when you're grieving yeah. oh my god like i could give you 10 different ways to say that line and they'll all be better than gina carano basically we should be gina carano we should be caring <laughs> the two of us so much yeah. <laughs> they'll just like swap us in and out like they did like michelle tanner in full house <laughs> except we look nothing alike <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm like, grief, I will give you grief. 
You want trauma response? I'll give you a trauma response. <laughs> oh my god. Like also just when she's playing her action stuff, like Yeah. I don't like the way the the way that she is so gleeful when she is like in these action sequences is not believable to me because yeah. when you've gone through something like that that's like so life alteringly like just grief yeah. <laughs> traumatic that's some like that's a coping mechanism that's not yeah. I mean like yeah, you can derive pleasure from that but it's not real pleasure right it's I'm doing anything I'm pouring myself drinks to hopefully it makes me feel better type right. of thing and it's like she could have portrayed that nuance so much like a better actor could have done so well at having that nuance in that character yeah. and being like, yeah, I'm really stoked on like beating the fuck out of people and like blowing people up and running people over with a, with a ship. <laughs> like, right. Right. That in this episode because they fucking took everything from me. Right. But we don't get that. We don't get that nuance. We don't get that, those layers of like right. rage and like sadism. And, that, her. And, and that's how she should be. Exactly. Like, because of everything that we have been told about Cara Dune and her relationship to the Empire, like, she fucking despises them. And then when she saw the New Republic start to get too bureaucratic, where, you know, like, reminding her of the Empire, she said goodbye. Because she mm -hmm. was there for the rebellion. She was not there to be a security guard. And so, yeah. like... Obviously, but now that she's out in the middle of nowhere, she can be not just a security guard. You know, right. she's part of something bigger. Right. And <laughs> like, like, that's never addressed. Right. Based on that, like her entire, I, I feel like the best way to go with it is like her entire, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Her whole motivation is they took everything from me, like you were saying earlier. Um, so all of her reactions to the Empire should be like, I'm going to fucking kill them. Like, they took yeah. everything from me. And, like, you can have those gleeful moments then, too. But, mm -hmm. like, it's just, like, Gina Carano goes up a little bit and then just stays at a baseline. And it's just, like, she's just a bad she actor. Does that like I'm a cocky like soldier shit, but mm -hmm. there's nothing, there's no other layer below that from where that's coming from and why she feels that way because yes. that's you shouldn't just do that. Like that's kind right. of sociopathic. <laughs> like right, 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 right. You know, a a human being that's been through what this character has been through, like there, that is a secondary reaction. That yeah. glee. Yeah, and it the is fact coming that from somewhere else. <laughs> We don't see where it's coming from in those moments. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Cara Dune is a, as a good, uh, good concept, a good theory. Um, execution Honestly, by too, Gina Carano, not so much. I feel like if she hadn't been a fucking shitty transphobe, we would have read into all this shit. Because yeah. we're fucking fans and that's what we do. But right. 
because we have no tolerance for her anymore. It's like, she's not even fucking trying. Like, no, no, it's so upsetting. Uh, like I've been, okay. So do you remember that video game that they announced like maybe three years ago? It was like, um, it never got brought to market, but it was, Mm. the concept was that a survivor of Alderaan was like the main character of this video game. And it was this, the survivor of Alderaan was like, you know, he went to the like lower levels of Coruscant and was living there as, you know, a refugee essentially. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so fucking interesting. Mm -hmm. And here we have a character like that and we are just being failed. (laughs) So many levels and I'm so upset about it. Yeah. Alderaan should be sacred. You don't just throw that around for whoever. Right. Right. And like, we can also say like, you know, some of the, the car dune motivation thing falls flat is also in the writing because it is. Um, but I mean, honestly, even with what she's given, just by acting alone could have given that so much. So I guarantee you, I have seen Ming-Na do amazing things in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with a character that's very similar, that has lost everything, that is trying to be numb and like stone cold, like stoic soldier. Mm -hmm. And there is nuance in every scene. Right. (laughs) Like, because Ming-Na is a great actor. Right. It's possible if the talent is there, or at least I don't even know the will. Yeah, <laughs> is the will there? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, but basically, too long didn't read. Being transphobic makes you a bad actor. <laughs> it makes everybody intolerant of your yeah. mistakes. So, so fuck you. <laughs> uh, don't be transphobic, fuckers. Nope. Fuckers, I'll stab you. We are allowed a beautiful town. And transphobes are not welcome. And Abby we are a lousy, beautiful okay. town. <laughs> <laughs> we are a lousy, beautiful town, and uh, we will stab you. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Speaking of Abby being gay, uh, the uh, gay imperial—I don't know if she's this imperial officer is gay, but the actor is gay. She's an yes. imperial officer named Katie O'Brien, who was also in Shield, like I mentioned before. Um, and this is where we first see her. So congratulations. And um, (laughs) she's hot as fuck. She is. She. Um, um, I was creeping on her Instagram because I was trying to see if she was white or not. Because she looks mixed to me, but she's white. mm -hmm. But she really loves her wife and it's cute. Or her fiance. (laughs) And I was like, this is Mm. cute. (laughs) That's so nice. I know. I love it. Um, the last note I have is Dark Troopers, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man looking motherfuckers. <laughs> like we saw, me and Billy saw that and we are not legends people. So we were like, are those death troopers? Like, yeah. Krennic troopers? I was like, I don't think so. I think that was like a Krennic thing. And then of course they're fucking yep. legends shit. Yeah. <laughs> Because John Favreau. <laughs> so the next Mandalorian drinking game we're going to do, which we've never done one before, but the next one we're going to do. Why is, that's like... a good question. We should do that sometime. Um, you, it's like take a shot for every time Rogue Padron guessed something correctly. 
and it was like immediately in the next episode <laughs> because they've done that almost every week and it's kind of scary at this point it's kind of scary because <laughs> in that in the episode before ash was just like oh yeah i bet they're gonna have dark troopers or something like that and then they're 100 percent confirmed to be dark troopers and they look like iron man yeah which that felt very like that when I know we're not talking about that episode, but I don't give a fuck <laughs> when they were flying down like that re- made me remember like, oh, uh, this is John Favreau. Oh, that's right. I didn't yeah. make that connection until you just said that. <laughs> yeah, it was very it was John Favreau's homage to himself. <laughs> He's like, this is where I started, baby. <laughs> I fucking changed y'all's life. <laughs> you know that horrible shit? That was me. That was me. <laughs> oh, it was just missing the Avengers theme. Can you imagine if they like found a way to like, <laughs> oh my God, like tie that in somehow, somehow? <laughs> sure. What a crossover. What is no. this fanfic.net? <laughs> no. This ain't even AO3. No, Jean Favreau. No. <laughs> no. Bad. Bad. Do we know who's directing the last episode? Mm, I don't think so yet. Which, what? Why don't we know that? It's like out in Australia. <laughs> Oh, well, then I'm well, sure. Polly, Polly, are you awake? <laughs> Peyton Reed. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was no. written. Nope. <laughs> I he did the more... spider episode yeah. that had the bad egg shit. I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who directed um the? Um, okay, so we had Bryce Dallas Howard and then Carl Weathers. And mm-hmm. then who directed the next episode? Take a wild with guess. Boba. It was fucking Filoni. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then the one with Boba Fett? Uh, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's why I liked it. That was my favorite episode yeah. by far, so yeah. far. Well, like, ever. Th- episode six and seven are pretty up there for me. Um, but like, I mean, I, I watched both of them twice on the same day because I watched one and then I'll watch once. And then uh, when Chris comes home, I pretend like I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I rewatch it. Um, You're like, oh, this is so cool. What's yeah, going to happen? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get it. I, I would get in trouble if I did that. The most egregious thing I've ever done in that respect is um, watching the entirety of season two of Stranger Things. That's a lot. And then, (laughs) yeah, and then pretending like I was watching it for the first time with him. (laughs) You know, I feel like I did that with the first season of Stranger Things. Like I watched like maybe like the last three episodes or something. Yeah. And then I went back and was like, Mark is unwatched. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. 
Yeah. But I got that 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 was all to say that I was very 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 excited to get to watch um episode 6 again cuz mm-hmm. it was just so good. But we'll so save good. our our love for that episode for when we get to talk about that one. Yes. All right, let's end here. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> You know where to fucking find those. <laughs> Patreon, patreon.com slash lesbeautifultownpod, <laughs> LBT pod on Twitter, Adam Cecilia, Space Jazz, Forces in the Jazz. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>